0: Hello, this is Brooke Volk, your host on WCBC. Worldwide, we are Celestial Broadcast Communications, which it is, what it sounds like, Celestial Communications as from Angels from the Highest Celestial Realms. The reasoning? For soul awakening and understandings of the spirit realms of which you and I will become an inhabitant of After our physical experience. Not to be classified as religious programming, but spiritual it is. Angels are not respecters of dogmas and creeds of orthodoxy. Today's special message is a series from Jesus, channeled by Al Fike and narrated by Brooke Folk and begin as of October, the 1st of 2020, This being episode, series number two, October the 8th, 2020. Again, channeled by Al Gibson's Canada. May your souls be blessed by the Father's love. I am Jesus, and I come once again to speak to the world. I come because there is a great concern within the celestial kingdom and spirits who are part of the spirit world for your earth for your earth is in a state of illness. It is slowly declining in its natural functions and vitality and will continue to decline if humanity does not desist from its ways and desires and intentions to fulfill their needs and their wants by taking from the world. A sort of gluttony of stimulus and desire is overtaking the consciousness of humanity So a great wave of desire and expression of this desire is bringing great disharmony and darkness to your world. Materialism is rampant within your world. A lack of love is predominant within your world, although there are certainly affections between mortals and a desire to bring love to those who are within their families and their experience in life. Yet the carving for mindful stimulation and distraction dampens severely the expression of the mind and the soul in the ways of love and affection for one another. Rather than honor one another in your world, you honor the creations, the technologies, the distractions that humanity has created in order to guide the mind away from its pain and emotional distress. Humanity seeks peace through distraction, seeking to be in the world in a way that is not truly of the world, and in essence is very far from the reality of God's creation. So man's creation has usurped God's creation. This has been the case for millennia, but today in your current world, the intensity of this desire to create its own reality has brought mankind to the brink of destruction, for you are all engaged in the ways and means of your technologies to such a degree that the truth of your current situation in the world is largely ignored and unseen. So we come to remind you, precious and beloved souls and peoples of the world, that you must stop in the proliferation of mindful fantasies and projections and creations that are indeed polluting your mind and distracting you from the true purpose of life. Few are willing to forego the temptations of your world. Few are struggling to see beyond the veil of this creative force that is of man's making. Those who do so often feel alone and separated from the flow of humanity and its ongoing pursuits and efforts for what is called progress. There is so much in your world that has been affected adversely by the actions of humanity— It is a tangled mess, shall we say. God laid before you a bounty that is the earth and all that it can give. God gave to each individual soul who incarnates upon this world many gifts and many capacities to be creative and industrious and loving. Yet because of your mindset, as you call it, your obsession with material gain, your desire to be distracted in a way that makes you temporarily happy, and removed from your true inner self, you have created a world for yourselves that is contrary and a contradiction to what God has given to you as a gift. So we come again and again with our warnings and our encouragement for change. Yet I see none of you have truly taken into consideration your own involvement in what is the slow destruction of your world. This is understandable because you are caught up in a system a way of living that encourages and reinforces the patterns of your life. Often your primary concern is to engage in life in a way that all that you desire and believe that you need, combined with those fears within you, encourage you to compromise yourselves in a world full of compromise. We do not judge you, but we are very concerned For what can you give that will help change the course of humanity's direction towards self-destruction? Indeed, you have followed our promptings and guidance to walk in the light of God's love, to pray for this blessing and boon to the soul, to work within you and change your heart and minds towards all that is in harmony with God. Slowly this transformation takes place. For some, it is a long and arduous journey, full of resistance of the mind, full of skepticism, fear, doubt. These things that plague humanity. For others, they have engaged in a way that allows for the destruction of the spirit, the experiences of the mind engaged with the soul in such a way that many spiritual interactions, visions, and understandings may take place. There are those who pray and pray and beseech God to change the world. For all of you, the mind is still a very predominant part of your lives and your perceptions of life. As such, you are in the world, beloved souls, but not so much of the spiritual rather than of the material. This is an ongoing struggle for all of you and for the world as the mindful conditions are reinforced many, many times during your day. So it is difficult for you to penetrate this barrier that is of the material mind and the intellect, and go to God in all purity and light. Yet you continue to persist, and seek, and are desirous that God will show you the way. Because of this, you continue to have by your side your angel friends, which God has dispatched to assist you upon this journey. So your journey continues to be an individual one one which in your prayers and efforts at times bring you together in collective prayer and in an attempt to unify the desires of your souls to such a degree that you may affect spiritual light and change in your world and in the world of spirit. I applaud you for these efforts, but in truth much more needs to be done. Much more is required from all of you. I do not say this as a condemnation or to assert a willful edict upon you, But because of the conditions of your world, the condition of your own lives and minds and souls, to move forward in an appreciable way, more prayer is required, more discipline of the mind is required, more efforts are needed to love and to listen to God's sweet promptings and guidance for each of you. If you do indeed wish to join the ranks of those who desire to change the world, then you must make great effort to change yourselves. It is in your example and your doing in the world that will be the greatest teachers for others to follow. The angels are patient, ultimately patient and loving. This is the way of God, for God is patient and loving. But God also brings about opportunities and situations that may be utilized in order that progress may be swift and effective for each individual. This is done because you have prayed to be changed by God's love, to know God's will, and enact God's will. So your prayers are answered in a multitude of ways. Often these ways and promptings are subtle, At least they seem subtle because of the predominance of your mind and your consciousness and the workings of the material world, which muffles this communication, the promptings, and the blessings. I ask you, beloved souls, to set aside more time in prayer, to put aside all of the distractions, all of your mindful concerns, all of those things that are clearly of the material, and go to God through your souls, making a true and earnest attempt to reach God, to come to know God, and to come to know your own soul. In this way, those things that I ask of you, which need changing in your lives, which need an adjustment, and an effort to bring greater harmony into your lives, will be much easier to enact. When it merely becomes a mental effort, a mental commitment, which is often born from guilt and a feeling of necessity and fear, Your efforts will not be so effective, for the mind and its efforts in comparison to a soul awakened in divine love is a feeble instrument indeed. You must awaken your soul. If you feel too weak, too ineffectual in your efforts for deep change, pray. Pray to God to strengthen you with His love, with His loving hand upon you, clearing away the fog and darkness of a mind that has been polluted by the things of man and the human condition. Indeed, your struggles are intense and complex as the mind continues to put forth barriers, fears, and judgments towards your ultimate goal of coming into alignment with God. When you pray, I tell you that angels come to pray with you, to assist you, to disperse these mental conditions and earthly conditions, uplifting you to a place of deep peace and light and grace. These things are always available to you each time you pray with earnestness and set aside some time away from the earthly conditions. You will always be upheld and you are never alone, those of you who have chosen to walk the path of love, the love of God. But the vast majority of humanity continues to be asleep, unaware of its own fate delivered by its own hand in the world. When so many experience suffering and disharmony, great pain, confusion, and anger, they turn to God and ask why they beseech God to fix the situations and the conditions that are causing such turmoil and pain within the individual But God cannot fix an individual inasmuch as he cannot change those conditions that humanity has created overnight. It is a great effort that will take time. Take effort, an application, a conscious choosing of light and harmony. Humanity must be educated as to their own spiritual natures. Humanity must be educated as to the nature of God's creation, rather than seeing the earth as an objectified thing that provides for the needs of men. Humanity must see the world, the earth, as a living organism, a creation of God with a consciousness whose loving efforts to provide for each upon this world has been ongoing since the beginning of time. God has set forth and put in motion great forces that are in harmony and bring harmony to his creations, ensuring constant change and evolution towards greater harmony. God has set each human in motion so that they may comply with these laws as well. But humanity has the power of free will and can choose to be outside of the laws of God. What most of humanity does not recognize or understand is that being outside of the laws of God, they are subject to outcomes that are not in harmony with God's creation. So humanity continues to suffer because they do not see that they create their own destinies through their lack and ignorance of the knowledge needed to understand the workings of the world, the workings of God's universe, and the workings of their own soul, their own being. Yet all of this knowledge is available to humanity. It may not be a collection of one tome of truth that explains all, But through the curiosity of men, the efforts of humanity to seek truth, at least in regards to the material creation, they have found many truths and many verifiable laws of creation. Now it is time for humanity to set forth in a desire to understand the finer aspects of life, those things that are not readily perceived or understood. Humanity will be given the tools and the capacity and the assistance to understand these things, given their desire to do so, for God does not withhold truth from his children. God is ever willing to share all that is within the universe, all that can be known. There are many spirits in the higher planes of life and angels in the celestial heavens that are greatly aware of truths and laws and mechanics of the universe that humanity has little knowledge of. If humanity is willing to open themselves to a greater insight, deeper gifts of awareness and perception, absorbing truths from the mind of their souls rather than their material minds, all of these things may be given readily. That is only a small part of the equation, is it not? For truth must be enacted, knowledge must be applied. Understanding must be consistently adhered to and made to be a truth within the lives of those who are aware and are given this knowledge. You are consistent in this regard. It is the one great strength of science that it is consistent in its pursuits and its parameters of understanding the world. As such, you have made great progress in your world in the material things, but unfortunately, in the spiritual matters of humanity, There is a great lacking, indeed, of knowledge and truth and capacities that will unlock the great gifts of the soul. So humanity stands on the brink of a great choice. Will you come to this realization and be humbled by the fact that you are impotent in controlling your own appetites and desires for material gain, desires for distraction and pleasure, and that you must turn to God? not as a child who has been unloved and criticized, but merely as a child who now recognizes the wisdom of their Heavenly Father, who may guide them correctly and help them to mature. This statement is provocative to many. It indicates that humanity indeed has done poorly in its pursuit to bring about a beautiful world to live in that may fulfill the needs of all and bring great love to all. Humanity has used their material mind to such a great degree that they have forgotten other aspects of their being and refuse to look beyond the insistence of the mind to those things that are not of the mind and are of great spiritual importance and power. The choice of humanity is to choose to change its ways and understandings of the world, to open themselves up to something that is not altogether verifiable by the mind since there is a deeper knowing and another mind which, within, is the mind of the soul that may indeed verify truth. It requires effort, however. It cannot be accomplished overnight, for a soul must grow and a soul must be fed. Most souls upon this world are severely malnourished and lack any vitality as the mind continues to dominate the consciousness of men. If humanity chooses to turn within itself, to look deeply within, to acknowledge that there is a great deal missing within their lives, within their beings, then the process of invigorating the soul can begin. That process is very simple indeed. To go to God in prayer, whatever your prayer may be, whatever your religion or thought or idea may be that originates from the mind, Allow that deeper part within you to yearn to God, to be in harmony with God. In this way, the machinations of the mind will not have its power to inflict error and distortion and resistance to the soul's yearning to be with God. Consider my message, all who are willing to listen, for I come with deep concern and all earnestness for the welfare of your beings, your souls of all humanity in the world. It is time to set aside your material concerns and delusions and distractions and come earnestly to God in all humility and desire, to be truly with God. For God does not demand complex prayers and a belief of something that is of the mind, but merely that innocent yearning, vulnerable and desiring part of you that is your soul opening to God, receiving His love which will awaken so much more of yourselves than you can possibly imagine. The world is at a turning point. It may indeed shift towards a new beginning, a true awakening, an advancement in its continued evolution as God's creation, which is destined to become something beautiful indeed, empowered with many gifts and abilities, able to communicate with others who exist in God's universe, Able to see clearly those actions that are needed to heal your world. Able to truly appreciate one another within the family that is humanity. Able to truly love in a way that does not judge or impinge upon another, but is an outpouring of love and appreciation and acknowledgement of each soul. These things may come provided humanity chooses to bring themselves to a place of soul awakening, of putting aside the great ambitions of the mind, and acknowledging the desires of the soul. We give to you and all of humanity every opportunity and possibility of what may be accomplished, readily provided each individual chooses it. We come to you to beseech you to consider this invitation to be freed from the human condition and enter into the condition that is brought about by the harmonization of the soul and all that is you with God. I came to teach this when I walked the earth. I come again to teach this truth, that God is love, and that God loves each and every one of his children, no matter their condition, no matter what has come of their lives. God's love is consistent and powerful and available to each and every soul. May they come to see this, the glory and salvation that may come with this one simple truth. Put aside your doubts, beloved and beautiful children of the world, and walk in the light of God's touch upon you. Know the freedom and joy of God's love for you. Know that you are truly a blessed creation of God and shall be for much longer than this earthly time. You will continue to grow in love and light as you walk through the plains of spirit and given the decision to receive the redemptive qualities of divine love will enter the celestial kingdom of heaven. Yours is the choice. All of humanity has a choice. May you consider the power that is your choice in the world. God bless you. I'm your brother and your friend and your teacher. I am Jesus. My love for you is great for all of humanity. I have great love for all. God bless you. You've been listening to one of a series of special Jesus messages for our time, channeled by Al Fike and narrated by Brooke Folk, here on WCBC, where Divine Love Celestial Angel Messages are featured. For more information, visit divinelovesanctuary.com, new-birth.net, and soultruth.ca. This is Brooke Volk, a Divine Love Lit Soul for you, and this has been A Divine Love, Chapel of the Air, Worldwide Celestial Broadcast Communication, WCBC.